0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. Hi, I'm Nicholas Wagoner. And I'm Chad Westbrook. And this is How Is She Though? A podcast dedicated to recapping all of the episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. And if you like what you
1: hear, go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash though and click on that Amazon portal link. That's right,
0: because if you're going to buy shit online, you might as well support our goddamn podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, like wigs, nails, all of that. Just do it and support the podcast.
0: Thank you. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah.
2: Oh. Hi. 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 <laughs>
0: How is she, though? Squirping like a, chirping like a... They're all bottoms. Oh, oh, oh. Don't joke about that. Bring back my... Ghost? Oh. This is our RuPaul's best friend, Frank. <laughs> party, 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 party. Hot, hot, hot. Hot heat in the city of love. <laughs> Bitch, Welcome, we are um, talking about RuPaul's Drag Race And uh, this is Chad Westbrook And this is Nicholas Wagoner And this is How Is She Though Ow! Hi
1: Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing good Today's a busy day for me Why, what are you doing? So after this, Uh my brothers are in town and we're gonna go to lunch They're going to the Dodger game, did not invite me, so wow Well,
0: well, you guys have a contentious relationship I'll Uh, air it out Then I'm getting a haircut Okay, hot, sexy. Oh, wait, are you doing...
1: Uh, I'm not bleaching my hair blonde yet, but it's coming. It's coming soon. Nicholas is about to make a big, big, big look happen. I have never dyed my hair before. Yeah. Ever. It's been this natural shade of chestnut
0: brown. I do think it's going to be very sexy on you.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try it. We're going to see how it... How it
0: goes. And you can always, like, if you want to switch it up, It's you can always dye it something else after. Exactly. That's yeah. the plan. Once it starts, like, maybe growing out a little bit, I'll probably add some color. Yeah. Uh-huh. For fun. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thinking, like, a platinum, platinum blonde? Yeah, perfect. I think it should go as white as possible. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Well, damn, because I, I wanted it for pride. I wanted you to be full bleach blonde. I did, gay. too, but I thought, you know what, I, I, one,
1: I don't know how long I'm going to have to sit in a chair to do that, mm. <laughs> like... I don't want to. I could see bust that. out
0: in 20 minutes. <laughs> you, you, you stick, yeah. Yeah? You could do it? Yeah. I'm worried. I'm okay. going to be honest, I'm worried. Well, if you put your trust in me, honey, you will not go wrong. Okay. We have a deal? Pictures on our Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> well, I want to say I went to, if anyone knows um, the Goodwill outlet store, I got so much good shit. I call it the bins, the Goodwill bins, Mm -hmm. because they wheel out these giant bins of clothes. Yes. Like every, I don't know, 15 minutes. They have like a bell. I don't know how people know. But people line (laughs) up. There's like markers on the floor where the bin will go. People line up, they have to keep their hands in the air or like up <laughs> by their side. They cannot, like, even reach out. Oh my God. And then God. while it's lined up, they have to line three bins up and they cannot start digging until the third bin is in place. And then someone, like, basically puts a flag down, like, and then, that it's like that. Is. and then it's madhouse. Wow. It is just a shit show of people digging through, like, lice clothes without gloves. Some people have gloves, like, the smart people have, like, gloves. And those masks, like SARS masks or bird flu masks or uh, whatever. Did you have both of those things? I had, had none. So had you're none. not a smart person. Well, I mean, honey, honey, <laughs> I, shop, I shop Louis Vuitton mostly. So I walked <laughs> in and I didn't think. I said, where is the, where is the big fur capes, capelets? <laughs> the, the, the big fur capes. <laughs> I said, honey, where's the big fur capelets? And then they said. I marched right in there thinking it was one of my rodeo spots. But I, I was wrong. Because I mean, it wasn't on Rodeo Drive. No, it was on San Fernando. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was on San <laughs> checks out. It was on San Fernando. <laughs> I mean. But I, I just
1: I cleaned the fuck up. So you pay by the pound. Oof, God, you know you're in a good clothing store when you're paying by <laughs> the <it. laughs> pound. I like my clothes like I like my apples. Yeah. Green. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes with the worm in them. Green
0: and wormy <laughs> and mealy. Um, but I pay by the pound. I want you to guess two things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I want you to guess. <laughs> this is so, for, for no reason, just for my own fun. I want you to guess how much, how many, wait, did I already tell you? <laughs> you did, but I already forgot. Okay, cool. How many how many pounds of clothes did I buy? You bought. Mind you, I'm strong. <coughs> so you could carry a big bag.
1: I carried a big bag. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... Six pounds, uh,
0: Bob. Bitch, not even close. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I want you to guess how much <sighs> I spent for ten pounds of
1: clothes. $25.01. Closer,
0: 20. <laughs> how, okay. Two dollars oh. a pound. And I got a cream sweater turtleneck dress. I saw a bitch. You saw a bitch. I saw a lot of that and Bitch, a six foot five jumpsuit. Hmm. I will post all of these. And on. this
1: long, long pink, like
0: chiffon-looking yeah, scarf. a bolt of fabric, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's the I cuttiest.
1: about uh, the... the what they used on Drag Race when it was like Kimchi like laying on the thing and they had the things blowing in the wind. Yes, exactly. And then she yeah. fell off. Yeah, when you have a giant fan,
0: it, I just need it. Yeah, exactly. Do you
1: remember how they had the other queens who were in the finals helping hold the fabric and like moving it <laughs> for the video <laughs> Yeah,
0: instead of a PA or like the pit crew? Yeah, that felt interesting. Yeah, I'm talent. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold your shirt. N- America's
1: Next Drag Superstar held Kimchi's chiffon uh, and.
0: When it made it. Yeah. Sh- 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 Wait, who was the winner that season? Oh, Violet Chachki did it. Oh, no, no. Who was the winner? That Bob the Drag Queen did it. Great. Bob the Drag Queen. Speaking of Bob the Drag Queen. Um, <gasps> we were going to get to that in a second. Well, I was going to say we have a special guest. Are we? Oh, oh is that what we're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get to that in one right second. <laughs> one. Go. We have a special <laughs> guest on this week's episode. Um, I know him as a dear friend. As a former kisser. Ooh. We've kissed so many times. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, he is um, uh, he, former might...
1: former uh, member of your mod team. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know. Sad face. Sad face. But, but you know, sometimes life gets busy because this bitch, this bitch's star is on the rise. This bitch's pussy's on fire. Um, we're talking Lies on Demand, a YouTube original, mm-hmm. dropping June twenty second. <laughs> <been> sad man. <then. laughs> Still in time for Pride Month um, You mm-hmm. might have also seen him in uh, The sketch Cookies Which is starring Bob the Drag Queen As well oh as shit. Zach Noe Towers Okay um, Which is very funny and I <laughs> okay. um, I might be a little biased I may have not seen that but I'm oh, going to good. watch it I implore everyone to go out and see Cookies By Bob the Drag Queen mm-hmm. and Zach Noe Towers mm-hmm. and Travis mm-hmm. Coles uh, Ladies and gentlemen let's just introduce him <gasps> Travis, Travis
2: Cole. Cole. Oh my God. You guys, you have no idea how hard it was to not talk the whole time.
0: Dead <laughs> <laughs> silent over here, not a peep. I know.
2: I was just like, oh, I have so much to say. It, I love yes. it. You weren't
1: showing it. You were sitting there very proper, like great posture, hands on your uh, a good knees. Church, you're a good
0: church boy.
2: I'm a church boy. Someone who grew up in church. I did. i yeah. Southern Baptist baby. Mm-hmm. You, wow.
0: learned that, you learned that um, quiet meditation, mm-hmm. Zen practice. This but
2: inside, I'm bursting. Exactly. Oh, yeah. God. Ready to leave. Oh, happy pride. <laughs> happy pride. <laughs> Travis, welcome. Oh, thank you guys
0: so much for having me. We've been I... wanting you for a long time. Okay, well, i um... glad to nab you before you. Jet off into the world. We'll see. I we mean, never know.
2: Milan? You do never know. You see me here now, and then, like, I might be in one of those San Fernando bends pretty soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ping by the pound? You
2: literally <laughs> don't knock it till you try it, is what I say. Oh, uh, Clearly, it's a nap. I gotta. Is, is it, is <laughs> it's a
1: nap? I someone would get you right away. Like uh, they would take you. Yeah, honey.
0: Yeah.
2: I love what you described. It was just like that. Sounds like so. It's such an event. I mean, you would
0: you would really have fun. Yeah. I feel like you mm. do have to get over something where you're like, this might be a little gross. But you like, just have to di you, I mean, come on i you-
2: I have never been somewhere where I'm like this is a little gross, uh- like and I feel and I feel that I honestly, I might have told you guys the story, like i the other day, I got taken by this like director to the pally, um like this restaurant mm-hmm. and I was there early but I ended up being 20 minutes late to our meeting because in the bathroom they had a bidet and like an air dryer for your for your balls and I spent 20 minutes in there but this is why I can't have nice things literally bidetting my ass being like this is the life <laughs> and he's just like texting me being like where are you and I'm like oh my god my I'm asshole. supposed to like have a meeting but when you put something fancy in front of me yeah. I just like I'm just like
1: this poor kid that's hey. just like ooh I mean, I've not experienced a bidet, but I would imagine I would spend at least literally on,
2: on Sunset Boulevard. Just go to that actual restaurant and be like, I have a reservation, and then just go to the back bathroom. Was it cold uh-huh. water? Okay, well, we can describe a bidet. It was. It was. It was okay. It was warm, uh-huh. and the seats was heated, uh-huh. and then you could position where you wanted it because you can also wash under the balls um wow god people are gonna listen to this and be like this guy is a freak no because... this is what people come for okay good people, because
0: people it started as a rupaul's drag race podcast but now it's become a, <laughs> a, a basically a ball and asshole podcast yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, basically we should branch off and just start balls and assholes i mean you that really is should. what i told you that's what i wanted to start with I but, you but let's sister. be serious
2: it, rupaul's drag Race, like your balls have to go into your asshole if, if you want to get that real tuck. Yeah, you better get that bidet because you got to be clean down there. Yeah, I can't even imagine. You're putting
0: duct tape or whatever packing tape on your on your ball mm-hmm. flesh, wrapping oh. up into your asshole
2: flesh. Nobody knows what it looks like under there. It's like how Nobody. you look <laughs> at a dancer, and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, dancers are so beautiful." I'm like, "Look at their feet." Yeah, yeah. You know what a I mean?
1: dancer's feet is the same thing as a drag queen's crotch. <laughs> <laughs> <Not for real. laughs>
0: But it's rough, but also drag queens' feet are dancers' the, feet. There's dancers' well. So Damn, Every part so. of a drag queen is dancers' feet. <laughs> oh, but also, picture—I now I just do picture what that looks like. It's insane. After, yeah, like when you take the tape off, like or I, even while it's there, just like if you mm-hmm. had see-through tape and you know what I mean. It's just yeah, it's a, which it's a we nightmare. did with Courtney Act. That's true. We got to see that. Wait. Courtney Act. Oh, when she she's on Big Brother UK. She had a little uh, wardrobe Oh, I yeah. love that. But you could not plan for a better entrance. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. So, uh, Travis, oh. um, we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> you are a semi-recent <sighs> inductee into the fandom.
2: Guys, can I tell you something? Yeah. I love it. It really... Mm. Before, I would... I was just like watching episodes. I remember when it first came out and I was watching it with my friends and it was just like, Oh, this is really fun. And then it kind of fizzled out for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I started meeting a bunch of Queens in the neighborhood in Mm -hmm. Los Angeles and like watching performances and being like, Oh, this is, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then getting into the culture and then it started getting into mainstream culture. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, Oh, This is huge, and so I started mainly with All-Stars, the last season of All-Stars, and then this season, and I'm in. Like, I am
0: here. You're fully in.
2: I'm fully in. I do.
0: I've always felt like this show is good on its own. Like, I enjoyed it on my own, but, like, once you get into, like, the community of it, it becomes, like... You're just like You cannot turn away At that point I know I've
2: made so many good friends Mm -hmm. From
0: it I have You know I will go to
2: uh, Flaming Saddles And I would watch it there And like meet people And then Mm -hmm. There's different like Places that I go to I have like groups of people That are like My gay friends That we hang out And we watch Drag Race Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of What I wanted To be a part of The community really And it's It's done that for me That's what Drag Race Has done for me That's why I appreciate it So much Yeah
0: if it, for real, is, like, one of the best, to me, it's, like, one of the best things for the gay community because I feel like a big circle of my friend. I mean, a lot of my friends, I feel like, happened outside of that, but it's, like, such a good weekly social thing with my, mm-hmm. like, gay group.
2: Absolutely. And
0: I and for me I get sports now oh, absolutely yeah. and in a way we're not
2: like where I'm doing the thing where I'm like oh, I'm gay so I don't know sports because obviously I love hockey ah, um, you guys know about me, me. <laughs> but like what it does for them is that it creates you my this voice, you yeah, see me you see you hockey, see hockey you see you're like oh my god that guy sounds like, like he blah, blah, blah. So he's a puckhead. that's what we call <laughs> each other yeah <laughs> I have the Mighty Ducks tattooed on my lower back. It just says the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> it just says it's the just Mighty Ducks. New Roman It's, it's Fox actually well. I actually have the first page of the script.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Wow, that is exterior
1: wow. ducks,
0: and it's like the quality of like a fact. I don't know if you knew this, but
1: uh, we are not at our Malibu location because yes. the dear Emilio Estevez from the Mighty Ducks died. Uh, Wait,
0: we found the bo- that too.
1: That's who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. The mysterious circumstances. It was. Well, thanks
0: for passing that info along. We have no. a celebrity in our pool. Who's dead? Yes. God damn. His
1: body's still sitting there. It's been over a month. Yes. Wait, what? They're investigating. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: They just, think it's us, but it's not us. We started this uh, podcast recording in the center of a Malibu pool. Yeah. Just sitting on pool floaties. Yes. And I am drained, am drained, dead body. Et and
2: Emilio Estevez. Yeah. And Emilio
0: Estevez. So yeah, sad news for the for the world. But <laughs> you know what? We moved on mm-hmm. quickly and, and we, we do, do. Uh, oh oopsie daisy that's right oh oopsie daisy Emilio Estevez so is dead <laughs> um, <laughs> we <do. laughs> Did
2: not know about this Actually I did And I <laughs> yeah, love yeah. I, I love, love sound love effects <laughs> yeah. So so you um, You have a slight connection With Bob the Drag Queen I do A Really good friend Well In this way Where I'm just like I Whenever we I'm so grateful For the Group that we have I've met so many people his, This director His name's Asad He directs He directed yeah. Cherry Pop And pretty much All the Queen's Music videos Yeah He directed that sketch Yeah And he put me in um, A short film That's going to be coming out in um, oh my god so soon during Outfest. Oh yeah, that I shot with uh, Aunt Freckle,
0: um, which was
2: so much fun. And what? that has done too for me is like I'm like oh I'm not only am I a part of the gay community but I get to be a part of like a creative gay community that really it just inspires me to to do great things like I watch people and I'm like wow like I love what you're doing I want to do something too and be a part of something greater than myself because what we're doing when you create is you are allowing others to be like oh if they can do that, I can do that too. And I give myself permission. And Absolutely. it's incredible to be around. And I those Bob for sure is one of the people that believes that and knows it yeah. in his heart. And it's so incredible. Did you see
1: him drag yes. Azalia Banks? Oh, honey, we gotta get oh, into that. And Boy, and Monet.
2: Yeah. It was oh my God. I, I mean it was it was a lot. It w- well, let's touch on that
1: really. Uh, quick yeah, yeah. before yeah. We get into the episode. So obviously, Azalea Banks has. It's been. She's been like kind of in the precipice of the show for a long time. Like, our she's not the precipice, but like on the yeah,
0: peripheral. She's been in the, like, and the she was tweeting RuPaul like a lot. She, like you're a faggot. Like she's
1: very problematic. Like yeah.
0: very, very.
2: She's always been problematic yeah. in the gay
0: community. Travis is playing footsie with me. Um, mm-hmm. I am,
2: and um, <laughs> it's. But it's also this thing where she identifies as queer so i just i i honestly don't know for me i always think okay it's another publicity stunt by her yes i
0: think so too. and literally
2: just for her to get into the limelight
1: this is what i said the other uh night about it was i get the point uh like it's a very serious thing when like people talk about you know appropriating you know different cultures and stuff for entertainment purposes and like that's a real thing like she's like claiming that Oh, you're stealing from a black gay woman, like, you know, like music and stuff like that. And that in itself, if she just said that, you know... Maybe I would like you have a point, but the way yeah. she presents it, she wants to be outlandish. She wants to like, you know, use the word faggot or uh, just like make like these big statements to get PR. And then it com- becomes ironic because then she starts using the whole gay community as a way to dr- drum up PR by insulting the gay community. And exactly. Then like, You're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite.
2: Well, for me, too, my thing is, is that uh, listen, uh, you could have just been like, OK, this is the same beat. Great. Um, That happens literally all the time in the music industry. Um, Mm -hmm. And people move on. But you have to give, you can't say that about RuPaul. Like, RuPaul came up in that world like paris is burnt like that mm-hmm. was rupaul's time and rupaul went through a lot to be where he is today yeah. exactly and so and it's because of rupaul that you can do some of the things that you can do and mm-hmm. i i will say like yes being a, a minority woman and being queer like that's difficult i don't, mm-hmm. i'm not a woman i don't know what that's like um but I and I know that they, I have a privilege as a cis man. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that RuPaul has paved the way for so many minorities. And I just, there's no way, I, I can't. Respect someone that's saying things like that are derogatory about someone that has done so much for the community. Mm, so yeah, and uh, so I loved what Bob said and the drag. I mean,
0: Ugh, honestly, it was creative. It was really creative, and so what was Bob's what was Bob's comment on it? Because I feel like I only saw name. Um, he kind of just like. Talked
1: about how like the gay community, like he well he did like a rap, but it was like uh he and he talked about how the gay community is like kind of helped make you what you are. No, that was Monet. That Monet said that actually. Oh no, Bob said
2: it too. Yeah, uh, okay. basically being like, without the gay community, where would you be? Who are your fans? Yeah. Who's bumping your music? And it's sh- he True. was right, like. I didn't know anything about Azalea Banks until I went to a gay club in mm-hmm. Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and everyone was just like, you got to know this. And it was yeah. that song, 212, one 2, And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, yes. Incredible, yeah. And then we just spread it around, and it became the bop of the season. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, I don't really know what Monet was saying, though. Um,
1: Monet. Think, Azalea guess... tweeted, and then Monet chimed in and was just like she I think I can't remember what the first initial comment was but it was kind of like dismissed and said like you know no you're wrong like whatever and then Azalea Banks like went in hard like she does with her and then um uh, uh, Honey was just like kind of said your reads are terrible and uh you know you should like the gay community has made you what you are and she, wow like, you, like essentially and
0: you know what I will she's like it was like I'm something done. about the end. Basically, was like I'll I'm done. I'll sit back and watch while you fade into obscurity. Yes,
2: I want to know what a conversation between Azalea
0: Banks and Kanye West would be like because those are like <laughs> yeah. two of the biggest egos well, in two of the biggest egos. The other side of this for me is that she's like a mental illness sufferer, yeah. and this is a, such a this is always a weird thing when someone like pops into this, the the world in this way because it's like. Dragger, 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 but also like let's just ignore it to me because it's like there's something else going on. And you know she what? Feels so yeah, rude. yeah. I, I, I would agree with that.
2: I am now having a change of heart in a way where I'm like, oh, this is like Amanda Bynes's yeah. breakdown. Yeah, this yeah. is literally just as. And yeah. RuPaul
0: was involved in that too. RuPaul was in Amanda, Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes like really came for RuPaul. No, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so get did? out of here. Let me. Yeah, I'll look at oh the like, my exact god. Thing, oh my god. But I just remember it being like. Uh, for some reason, there is a thing in me, and I know RuPaul it can be problematic, RuPaul's a person, all that stuff, but there is a thing, when people come for RuPaul, you're done with me. I, I'm like, you do not come for RuPaul. <laughs>
2: <sighs> yeah, you just can't. I mean, obviously, we're all flawed, but
0: like RuPaul has done so much. Yeah. It's RuPaul is, is an Oprah-like figure in pop culture. With that said, though, Call Me Mother, the whole reason this controversy started was because big the big, big beat, yeah. Azalea Banks' song... Is basically call It's called Me Mother Yeah call me mother. Yeah And yeah They're very similar I mean it's, They're, it's they're extremely different. It's uh, You cannot deny that Um She just called She called him <laughs> Oh God What she, <laughs> she had a weird read For him she, she tweeted um She said Called him a faggot Which is <sighs> Not weird That's <sighs> just bad But then she also said My From Amanda Bynes my dad is as ugly as RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is really a read on her dad. But
2: also, RuPaul. But also, RuPaul. But also, <laughs> it's like RuPaul's beautiful. So, maybe she good. really thinks her dad is beautiful. The most confusing. Yeah. Okay, Amanda. Oh, that's, but Amanda mental, is that's better now. <laughs> oh, mental health, for sure. Okay, mental health awareness. Let's all leave Azalea Banks. Just literally, it's the same as when someone you see on the street is screaming at you and you're just like cross the street and hope for the best for them. Um, Yeah. But give them a Twitter platform and millions of dollars and fans.
0: Yes. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's hard to ignore it because it's also like, well, we kind of have to make an example that that behavior is not okay.
1: Yeah. Right. Also,
0: Zalia Banks to me is like the most, she's the most like raw, talented artist we have. She's so fucking good that it's... That's like another part that's like criminal about this. I yeah, know. but she's
1: never, she's literally never going to hit as hard as she could is in, until she works out her yeah. issues, her demons.
0: Gaga uh. had a song with her with I think it was like on Art Pop. Mm-hmm. They had a song together. Was it great? It was. I, I don't even know if it. Ever I don't think came they released out, it because. But Gaga basically didn't. She like has now kind of gone on record yeah. saying she didn't release it because Azalea Banks. Oh no, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, Rough yeah. stuff. Um, and what else was in the. Do we have anything
1: oh, uh, else before So, uh, a couple other drag yeah. race news related things is uh, Cynthia Lee Fontaine uh, was in the hospital for like a really severe lung infection. Yep. Uh, but she, oh my God. she came out. She's okay. fine. Cuckoo. Uh, she, her cuckoo came out um, with just a slight little bandage and she's fine. Aww. Oh, I love a slight little bandage. That's yeah. all we want yeah. for that. And That's she's okay. the super, she's super positive the whole time. She was like tweeting about it. Good. Um, which is great. And then. Another thing was Willem finally yeah, gave the we'll full T uh, to Leslie Jones <laughs> about why he was disqualified. To Leslie Jones? Leslie Jones asked about it on Twitter, and Willem finally decided. <laughs> <just what>? saw- <laughs> oh, all right. So Leslie
0: Jones. <laughs> Wait. Leslie Jones, um, you know, of SNL well, yes. and Ghostbusters fame, among yeah. others. Uh, has just started watching Drag Race. Oh, And she I was love watching her. season four. She started on season four, like, whatever, a month ago. Yeah. And so she's been like, oh, my God, Willem got a limit. Like she, every moment that happens, she gets, like, oh,
2: has these moments. She's having one of those, like, delayed yes.
0: uh,
1: live tweets. <laughs> delayed okay. live tweets, yeah. Um, so and, and she's she, like, I gotta know. She tweeted at Willem, and Willem's like, all right, I'll tell you. Like, he's like, I, finally. Uh, Willem's
0: basically teased all of these things before, but yeah. they're, like, Full breakdown of why Willem was yeah. eliminated from the competition. Yeah,
1: and it was like essentially like how like unprofessional, like how unprofessional that the, the staff was to every like the queens uh, led to him being more unprofessional even more so, and like not wanting to be there because he was recruited that season. Essentially, he didn't like he was asked to audition. Asked to audition, uh, and the only other person I think they he mentioned was asked was Chad Michaels, mm-hmm. uh, who ended up winning All Stars after.
2: So the the crew was unprofessional
1: to them? Yeah, like he talked about a PA who was like during the promo shoots grabbing uh, his and some like another contestant's ass, like pinching it. Uh, A PA? Like a PA.
2: Like a production
1: assistant. A production assistant was that ballsy.
2: Wow. That's oh,
1: oh, this was before me too. Yeah. But I've also, I've heard, I have heard whisperings that some men at World of Wonder higher up kind of have their own little. Can me I just tell you though? Coming.
2: Yeah. It's me too in the gay community. We have not figured that out yet because, yeah. like, <laughs> I tell you what, I, I went to Foo Bar last night and I was just hanging out, and some guy thought it was just okay to. Grab my junk, and it's like, but he's Uh, and I'm like, you cannot do that. Is it's inappropriate? And
0: they're like, well, you're at a gay bar, and And it's not only a gay bar. You're at like, pay the go-go boy a a dollar to suck his dick. Yeah, well, I pay five (laughs) because I'm not a criminal. (laughs) Sorry,
2: um, but like, yeah, I I don't know, and I see that more often, like in the community, because it's just like we're just having fun, and sex means nothing to us, and it's just like, oh no, guys, can we please get on board? You don't touch me, inappropriate.
0: Yeah, there are certain times where that's okay. Yeah, seventy five percent of my life, sure. And, <laughs> and sure. I don't want you to assume that I'm living in that seventy five percent of the time. hundred percent of the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. What's uh, interesting is even like to a lesser extent, like I like the thing I noticed at
1: any gay club. It's like when like it, you know it's packed and like guys are passing. It's always lingering touches. Like do you know like someone uh, will touch your back to be like excuse me, and then it's just like the back maybe your hand kind of like just like. Grazes the whole time you're on. And so as, as opposed yeah. to like when I'm in public, and even I'm guilty of doing this sometimes. It's just like, oh, excuse me, and then like, uh, and then like when I'm in public though, then it's just like a tap on the back. Just th- I mean, let you know I'm behind you. Excuse me. Yeah, um, the
2: same thing happens to me all the time. Like yeah. somebody will pass me and just like leave their finger in my butthole, and yeah, I'm like. It's
0: insane. <laughs> Excuse you well, like but that was dear, way too long like you should wear pants and underwear when you go out. See there you are you're a part of the problem. Blaming, he was blaming, asking blaming. for it because oh, of what Chad. he was wearing. Yeah because you uh, went bottomless to the tofu bar. Oh that's <laughs> why you get to touch me. Okay okay. <laughs> you're right. Okay you know what victim blaming is never okay. <laughs> it's never okay and I have Ever. to constantly constantly remind myself of that. <laughs> yes. Um well wow. by the should. way I'm not wearing pants yeah. everyone. It's actually so <laughs> offensive it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I got some Goodwill bins pants. So by the way you're looks like a dancer's foot. (laughs) 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 All right, let's take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back and talk about this week's episode. (gasps) Butt butter. Great. So, Mm -hmm. Drag Race this week. Mm -hmm. Drag Race. First thoughts?
2: Okay, my first thoughts, not gonna lie, you said um, it's a little upsetting Mm because I hadn't seen it. And I was like, tell me about it. And you were like, it's a little upsetting. So when I found out that Lena Dunham was one of the judges, I was like, immediately, I was like, oh, no. I feel like it's going to be problematic. Mm -hmm. And I immediately
0: just assumed... <laughs> oh, uh, that, I, that she was the reason I was like, something yes, happens. I think <laughs> I, I
2: mean, And then I was like, do I have resentment against Lena Donna? Of course, everyone I do. does. <laughs>
1: okay, great. <laughs> everyone does.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, because that was my first thing. Um, yeah. So, but then it just leveled out, and I realized what you were talking about. But yeah, which
0: you know, I mean, you, there's two sides to that. To uh, uh, crackers elimination. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is like it's that's there's something upsetting about it to me. But the more I sit with it, the more I'm like. You know, she under-delivered sort of the whole season. Yeah, she's she's pretty uh, charming person to watch, despite her robotic tone and uh,
2: mm-hmm. her, yeah. the
0: feeling that she's constantly reading a script, even in conversation. That
2: I I would agree with that. I, but I also believe that um, Cameron just does not have a personality at no, all. At all, <laughs> and it never it never showed. And yeah. then also, as far as the lip sync goes, I was just like. So how did he win that lip sync? I yeah. just don't like he did that one split and then it was like, oh, okay, cool. But for the most part, he was just standing there. Yeah. Whereas Miss Cracker was literally performing and giving moving around and giving personality, giving personality yeah.
1: which again Cameron does not have. Cameron doesn't have it. From what I've seen from like past uh, episodes and the rewatch of this, like from Cameron's lip syncs, one RuPaul watches Cameron all ton during the lip syncs. Like I rewatched the Monet one, and her eyes were glued more towards Cameron most of the time. I think there's some sort of performer quality that RuPaul responds to out of Cameron. And then also, I think Cracker's fate was like sealed after the challenge because I think RuPaul was not impressed with what uh, Cracker put out. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I also wasn't impressed with well the way they edited it. I was not impressed with Cameron's like his dark side, his eve, his sabo- <laughs> what his sabotois is what he kept calling yeah. it. <laughs> Here's some
1: tea. Uh, so. They didn't know, like, you know, they usually get, like, a list of, like, what are, like, the challenges are going to be for the season. And there's extra ones that they don't use. Um, And they did not have, uh, you're going to do a good twin, evil twin challenge. So that's why a lot of them were talking about, like, making their own looks. But what they did was they used, uh, a lot of them used a look from another challenge that they didn't do, which was, like, prehistoric. That's what Aquarius was, Cameron was, and Crackers were.
2: Oh, so it was prehistoric. Oh, so that bone and skull That's look, why
0: they all had that shit. That
2: makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Which makes me go, Asia fucking won that challenge. Yes. Well, okay. Okay. Right. I'm with okay, you. Okay,
0: let's start at the beginning. Okay. Uh, let's start at the beginning. Okay. okay so, uh, so they come in and they use, appropriately, they use a sponge to clean off Monet's message. Best I love that. It was really... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We find out. And we hope... I kind of hope they keep it forever. I, I hope know. that the sponge cleaning mirror is like the Miss Vanjie of future seasons. I yes. really hope There's so. It's like that one little ribbon. Which,
2: by the way, RuPaul, you did not come up with Miss Vanjie. Stop, saying, no. Stop saying that. I know. Stop saying that. Miss Vanjie came up with Miss Yeah, Vangie. literally, we saw that.
0: More... Michelle Visage was more the person who was, like, claiming that to be the truth. But yeah. Raquel has also taken that on. She's taking I, it on, and it's as like, like stop. Is, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. As, yeah. Um, and then Cracker says she needed a win, um, mm-hmm. and her fam helped her. And Aza said, Asia said right at the beginning that she said, I'm having a hard time seeing uh, Cracker as a star. Which, okay. Which comes back later. It does. It yeah. really does. And I...
2: I also am, was having a hard time seeing Miss Cracker a star, but the charm was there and yeah. le- and for me it was like the personality was there. Um, I will say that I did enjoy um, Cameron's transformation from the last season. I thought that the old uh, make the prosthetics and everything was great and that that lip sync was incredible mm-hmm. um, I I mean, and then with the challenge after that where, oh, my God, with all those YouTube stars, I <laughs> I felt like I... I don't know. I just felt like, again, I was so bored by him. And so I assumed that they were setting it up to make it seem like Miss Cracker was going to go home, but yeah. then Cameron was going to go home.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I mm. wanted in my, in my life. Yeah. You thought they were doing a double tricker. I thought so. Yeah.
2: And turns out they were not, they were no. just
0: straight up being like, this is it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The way
1: I looked at it was like, it was really a 50, 50 for either of them because like Cameron had one win and, like, kind of was, like, consistently pretty good. Like, she had, like, a lot of, like, she was the third spot or, she like, in early on in the season. Like, she was, like, pretty, like, yeah, good. Um, and Miss Cracker, like, started off, a, like, with a really good look. Then I think her pickle thing was kind of well received. But then everything else after that was, like, meh until the makeover challenge. So I was, like, they seem pretty 50-50 to me in this episode. Like, I was, like, it could go either way.
0: And yes, yeah. The only thing with me is if it's fifty fifty, then go off of everything else. So like the literally like the camera was in the else. bottom more. Cameron was in the bottom more, and Cracker actually has a, like a really good you know, personality. She's a really a good personality, personality, and that's she's enough.
2: won challenges more than yeah. Cameron has. Yeah,
0: that's
1: enough. No, they me. both have one one. Oh, oh yeah, that's, true. that's right. No. but still. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah, then
0: right. we um we have our uh, weekly Vanji reference after the rude. Like challenge message. Mm-hmm. This one felt forced. This is they have like a they reference Vangie every week except for one week they missed it. I feel like they're now doing they're just trying to insert it. This one was after Rude said what the main challenge was going to be. Uh, Aquaria just looks around and she goes, oh, "I hope Miss Vanji doesn't pop out."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, very, very of nothing.
2: It was actually really funny. There was episode. a lot of weird <laughs>
1: filming in this
2: episode. Where it was like. I literally I mean for me
0: especially the whole Cheyenne Jackson but I was like <laughs> Okay so then Cheyenne Jackson comes in. Let's talk about what the fuck that was. I, the pancake
1: breakfast bar.
2: I don't know what that was. I don't know what that challenge was. I mean, come on. And also it seemed like he took the same bite every time. Like it seemed like they just like <laughs> cut to him taking the same tiny bite. I think
0: I don't even um, understand everything. About what was he crazy? Yeah, it was
1: really I, the weird thing to me was he, how funny he was on 30 Rock. And how not funny he was on. This you mean episode. when you have a thirty rock writing? Yeah, staff? sure, sure. But right. like, well, this let's do is, not get gay camp. Just like be, be like at least make it. It was fun. great. It, he was trying. It was.
2: It was weird. It, he seemed very straight. Yeah, like he was like, like I'm. In a foreign like I'm on a gay show, but I'm. I'm just being, I'm being straight right now. Yeah, like it was I'm, weird. I'm he was like being like being very married. masculine. Yeah,
0: that's mm. exactly what it was. It was, I don't want to do anything that makes me seem like I'm enjoying this at all because then my friends at home will think I'm gay.
2: I know. And and <laughs> the brew was just trying to like actually, you know, play with him and be playful. Yeah. And he was just like,
0: um, uh, no. He was just shutting it down. It was, it was so really crazy. uncomfortable. Every time, so he, the, 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 Big takeaway from this was every time he took a bite of something, he it was like, "What do you think of that?" And he'd be like, "It's good." <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and then the next one would be like, even worse. Interesting. And then it got worse and worse. I think the last one, he didn't even say anything. He just, he didn't say that He gave a look. He just lifted his Mm.
2: eyebrows. It's exactly what he did. And then they cut to that shot where Aquaria was just like, looking like, Hello, bitch. Are you going to say something? Like, say something.
0: Anything. Uh, And I I just feel like it's crazy sometimes because. Maybe it's just my personality. But you're like, bitch, this is show business, honey. It is every your personality. moment you're on TV is yeah. I mean, but every moment you're on TV it's like an opportunity to give something. Like whatever, whatever,
2: Cheyenne Jackson. I'm you have to I'm gonna watch that video again just to like be okay
0: with you. The jerk off it. The jerk off it. Yeah. Yes, of <laughs> I mean, we're not gonna stop watching your jerk off it yeah. because of this.
1: Luckily I'll that's... leave my my good feelings to uh, thirty rock.
0: Yeah, where he
1: was worth it. You yeah, Shane
2: well. Jackson did very well in 30 Rock. He yeah. did very well in 30 Rock, and, and that's then, what we'll say about the
0: him on the RuPaul Drag Race Show. <laughs> 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 so then we get into they have, oh, so for uh, Asia uh, arbitrarily won this yeah. pancake challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And won a $2,000 um, prize uh, for Spa Rodeo. or something, Spa Rodea. Which, like, Is that? Because mm-hmm. when you make a pancake, that's.
1: You, know, you got gotta a go story. You got to go to spa after. <laughs> you got to go to yeah. spa rodeo.
0: I'm um, not a pancake house. Get a fucking pancake house. But also $2,000 for a spa. It's fucking good. Yeah, I mean, it's just two thousand dollars. It's not like a, it's a huge amount of money or anything. But I like, mean,
2: bitch, I spend twenty five dollars at Wee Exactly. You know what I mean? And granted, I'm in the back rooms, but yeah. still, yeah. I'm in the <laughs> napping room. Getting yeah, my naps I'm Taking care of. Naps. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes for yeah, everyone yeah, listening.
0: Yeah. Uh, but she wanted two thousand dollars spot a day, so hopefully she'll chill the fuck out. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, someone's got some things to say about Asia O'Hara. And I'll save it. Um, <laughs> okay, so then they go into their evil twins wow. challenge, which is they have to play a good version and a bad version, oh. but not, not just a bad version, a inner saboteur version of themselves. I'm going to say mean, it. I'm going to say it. Uh-oh. RuPaul showed us her
1: saboteur, her evil twin. I don't buy it. I If she's going in hard on those queens about the how oh. hard there is, that I is not know. your saboteur. Your saboteur is probably like demonic and says
0: negative Absolutely. evil shit. Rude Paul,
2: that know. Rude Paul was... Um, it seemed like a character, maybe like one of her family members or something like that. Like, it seemed
0: like a little branch of her It seemed mom. like
2: a... Yeah, like a mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Especially only because of how... what she was talking about. Like when she was giving the queens like advice and being like, yeah. this is what uh, your inner demons can say to you. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. But you're... Rude Paul was just being rude. Yeah. yeah so not yeah, yeah. like... You're, rude Paul wasn't someone that was saying, like, you're not going
0: to make it. Rude Paul was just being like, I'm annoying and I'm here. That actually... That inner saboteur sounded to me like a nice warm bath to live with. Because <laughs> I mean, that's just a confident person who goes out in the world and is like, I don't give a shit. I'm doing whatever I want. That's fine. Yeah. If my inner saboteur was that, I'd be like the king of... King of Planet Fitness. King of... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be the king of the world. Oh, my God. (laughs) King of Planet Fitness.
2: (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I I will say that, too. I I agree with you. Rude
0: Paul was definitely not... But she's asking them to figure out what their inner saboteurs are. So then they go in on each other. They sit down and they have a little moment. Eureka kind of starts things off, probably because a producer asked Eureka to start things off. No,
2: Eureka started it off because she just (laughs) always starts it off. Yeah. Which I love.
0: Yeah. You know, there's a love-hate thing there for me about that.
2: Oh, really? Well, just it's
0: like, you know, a... It's uh, obviously contrived sometimes, and obviously the intentions are for like all eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like yes, give us the drama and give us like something.
2: Oh yeah, she's. You know? I mean, she's she knows how to be on a show exactly. Yeah, like yeah. you have to play the game and be yeah. on the reality, be on the reality show, and to be a drag <laughs> queen and do everything like it's a lot, it's and a lot. she knows what she's doing. Yeah, it's yeah. a
0: hard job to do, and yeah. I think yeah, she's the pro at it. So um, they go in on each other a little bit. Um, so Asia says Eureka's good things are... Or actually, this is just what Eureka's good and bad things are. Bad talks too much. And yeah. she's Susie Cream Cheese, which means she has no edge. No edge, which I... Wait, they said that about...
2: They said that about they Eureka? They said that about Eureka, yeah. Susie Cream Cheese? I know, right? That's She has so much edge. I know. Which was weird. But she called herself that, because she was saying that she was Susie Cream Cheese... Um. no, Eureka
0: said Susie Cream Cheese. I think Asia said Susie Cream Cheese. After someone pointed at Eureka and Eureka was like agreeing, she's like, yeah. I know. Oh, because that's what they call it in the South. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: But Which, does she have, does Eureka have edge? Because I'm like sitting here thinking, like, I feel like everything that would be perceived as edge is
0: like a like an art, like not like an art, it's a put on. It's like a, it's like a, she's playing a character. Oh, uh, like you can wear a mask that has a bunch of like um, like sewing needles sticking out all yeah. over, or whatever. And like Sharon right. needles had edge. Yeah,
1: Eureka plays
0: like puts a character on that has edge. You she puts edge on. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Um, okay, then they say her good thing is that she does hot whore drag, and I thought that was like the weakest <laughs> compliment you could give. her yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, crackers, goods and bads. Um, they say her bads are she beats herself. Uh, uh, up. Yeah, uh, Asia uh, went hard and, on her and talks to herself. Um, Asia really Her good is that She's funny But um, But even when They said what Her good was They were like You're funny But you over explain It's like Okay just give me the good They
2: really were not Letting her
0: have it And then Hold for siren (laughs) And we're back Uh, And then they They said She Asia just like Went on cracker The whole time And I I do feel like There was a little bit Of a bully thing And I get it's good TV But there was a little it, It did go a little too far With Asia first cracker This episode um, not that this was crazy, but Asia said she's under emotional, has no depth and no emotion like a robot, which is true kind of about Cracker. And it just exposed Cracker saying, it's not that I don't, have, that it, I it. don't that have it. It's not that I don't have it. It's just it from coming out. I'm protected. And that, my I mm. have to say,
2: is really difficult to not agree with, though. Just no, it's because right. yeah. I know that she is protecting herself, but... Let me just tell everyone listening right now, you aren't doing the world a service by making yourself small. Like, exactly, you really yeah. are not. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what we're put here yeah. for. You have to take risks. You have to be open and vulnerable and be ready to, like, b- fall down and, like, have to get back up. Like, protecting yourself. A lot of people think that they're protecting themselves by, like, not saying anything and, like, yeah. being and hiding behind this facade of, if I don't say anything, then I'm then I'm actually, like, i'm actually helping and, and i'm protecting myself internally but really you're just you're gonna crack
0: you no, know no, yeah you're yeah. you're like it's like saying i don't know if this this is a probably the shittiest metaphor or analogy for it but it's like i'm i'm closing the door to that so i'm not letting anything in and out but it's like you you your emotions need food just like your body needs food so you have to k- keep that pathway open in order to keep feeding like your mental health, really. Yeah. Honestly, you're so right. That I mean, was a, the shittiest analogy I've ever. Really. <laughs> Chad, Chad yeah.
2: always has, an, he has these
1: analogies that are I love insane, it. and then like he'll use like common like f- like sayings or something, and he always gets something wrong it's about it. We're giving, him, a, we're giving him, we're giving him a read right mm-hmm. now. We're very, we're very Asia O'Hara
2: about uh-huh, this. Yeah, I feel, I, I
0: feel destroyed. kill, kill yourself. But kill at least Chad. you, at
2: least you allowed yourself
0: to experience, so I you're not Miss Cracker. Door. Um, what would your guys' evil twin be?
1: Ooh, what a question. Woo. You know, my evil
2: twin is similar. Well, honestly, I think that everyone's evil twin is it's kind of the same. I agree. It's yeah. whatever is your ego that takes you out of like that separates you from everyone else to be like, hey. And this is what Rue was saying too, which is why I was like, what is rude Paul? Because you were just like E- your ego saying you're not enough. Yeah. Um, or you're, it's either you're not enough or you're better than it's whatever it is. That's separating you from other people yeah. so yeah. that you can be isolated and yeah. then essentially die. I mean, yeah, that's what it wants. So I think it's, which is why for me, this challenge, I have to hot take, Was not that interesting to me because for me, I think that deep down, everyone, we're all connected in the same kind of way. So like the monologue for it at the end of the day, the root of it is I'm just not enough. Yeah. Yeah. So what what is that? That's very it was very it was kind of boring to me.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like because I'm like, yeah, my inner saboteur is my evil side is the like, you're not good enough. Don't even try. Yeah, Yeah. or exactly like you said, on the flip side, when I'm feeling like the king of Planet Fitness, Mm -hmm. I am better than absolutely (laughs) everybody. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely everybody. Exactly. Also,
1: the structure of it, it was weird because, like, because of the nature of the show and the challenge, it, like, felt like RuPaul did not, like want them to be funny at all, almost. But it was like, but that's the show. And, like, everyone tended to lean that way. Exactly. That's
0: my thing with this whole challenge was, like, it could have been super fun just to do, like, good side, evil side. And you just made it kind of more comic booky. Yeah, right. And just made it, like, just fun. And then you can just paint whatever narrative you want. Just, like, give us two characters. This is a chance to be, like, write a little character monologue, write a little fun narrative, have some, like, back and forth, tell some sort of a story. I just feel like that was... What the challenge should have been. And mm-hmm. instead, we got RuPaul trying to interject the like armchair therapist version of Ru that we see on like, what's the tea? Her and- real inner yeah. saboteur. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> Which for me, because I know
2: um, that everyone is connected in their own despair because it's not everyone thinks that they're so unique in their despair but yeah. really it's it's the same it's the same fear yeah. uh, the circumstances may be different but at the end of the day it's ego trying to separate and it's either you're not good enough or you're, you're not it's, just, it's so it's such an old story that I think that the challenge would have been better if it was just like fun in the sort of like this is my this is a villain and this is a hero yeah. which I love and, and you know a villain and a hero they a good villain is the same as a the hero they just they think that they're doing the right thing
0: yeah and mm-hmm. then you're
2: like so you're kind of rooting for them you know which is why I loved Black Panther yeah. I, I have to by the way it's because I'm black I have to mention Black Panther <laughs> in every podcast <laughs> yeah um, so this is good because I'm gay too so we're talking about RuPaul and yeah. everyone well, should really watch Black Panther it yeah. I'm really doing it's it a one stop
0: shop much like Good mm-hmm. The Bins. <laughs> <laughs> So I uh, um, uh, I do like in general with this whole thing. I really do like that RuPaul has this armchair therapist kind of thing going on. I feel like because we're all people who have done a lot of probably. I mean, yeah, for sure, we're all like we're in therapy. Well, we're all not only therapy, but like <laughs> do a lot of like internal self development oh, yeah. yeah, and like going through our own shit and have gotten kind of to places. What RuPaul's talking about the the piece of advice that he gave to <clears> every queen was really helpful. Um, my only like thing on it is it's like, it's fun to, or it's great to hear. And I'm really glad, uh, Ru is putting it on the biggest platform that Rue has. Oh, absolutely. For all the kids watching it. Yes. So that's incredible. Yes. I love
2: the, the message itself. Absolutely. We need it. Everyone needs yes. to hear it. Um, to know that they're not alone yeah. because again, that's what it does. It's just like, I'm alone in this. Um, but you're not. And, but as far as the actual, to make it a challenge and to make it, especially with the depth that she wanted it to be. Cause she want, and I agree. I think it was supposed to be kind of serious too. Yeah, you're right. But with that kind of depth, it's like, I don't think it really works like that. I have that. a conspiracy.
1: Not tell. Okay. Flashback to, I can't remember which episode it was, but the untucked where Miss Cracker talked about her inner saboteur mm-hmm. and like how she's still learning to love herself and like be her best version of herself. What if? Because this wasn't a planned challenge, that made RuPaul go. I want to do a challenge that's like this, <gasps> and to challenge specifically Miss Cracker, because they kept saying it was Miss Cracker's challenge. Miss Ru- Cracker's Ru challenge. Like freaked out at the end of wow. it. it. Was like,
0: bitch, this challenge was for you. She like outright yeah. said that. Yeah, because it is. It's sort of like the Katya storyline yeah. a little bit from season that's seven true. where it's like someone who's like crumbling internally and like you yeah mm-hmm. you're like i want to help them in some way Katya would have crushed this challenge because yeah. it's just all about exposing like whatever you feel weak about I and know. usually that's that is where i think people get strength yeah. i think that's where like a lot of like rupaul uh, yeah. at least has gotten a lot of strength in being like okay let me expose all of the darkness and turn it into like <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. i own it
0: yeah but here's what i'll say is that when Cracker talked about it in that Untucked
1: episode, I thought that that was more of a profound moment that could help people than this whole episode and this challenge than what RuPaul did. Yeah, to be honest, because yeah. it felt real. And oh, Miss Cracker said like telling, told kids at home, she's like, "Learn now, learn now to love yourself. Start working on it now." Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, and- I really
2: wish I could have been there with Cameron because, like, I love that. You know, he his. <laughs> his idea of why he wasn't good enough was because people were just like, you're just beautiful and you, you don't have anything to offer. And I wanted to be like, no, it's not that. Cause like <laughs> everyone's pretty good looking. You, you just have like, you have a body. That's great. Cool. But like, pretty much every queen that i've seen outside of drag i'm like oh yeah they could get it um so it's not that it's just um i would be like you're not interesting so that tell yourself that (laughs) um this is coming from someone who literally used to defend cameron like all the time i am in a group chat where i had to keep being like guys no cameron is amazing just let him have it and you know,
1: I was wrong,
0: yeah. I was so wrong, and yeah, I feel this you're so be, stupid. I am, to that,
1: yeah. I am also. You might actually be Cameron's inner saboteur. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you might
1: be. Yeah. Oh, what uh, if your inner
0: saboteur is someone else? <laughs> yes, <laughs> so before because, we move on to the runway, just last little thought on this I really like when they talk about specific, they usually will do this every episode or so, they give like a specific drag queen like corner where this, like all the inner saboteur stuff, that's just like general public stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I usually like when they talk about like what a drag queen struggle might be. So this Mm. week they talked about like the difference between like what your identity goes through when you bounce between being a really, really confident woman and a a confident man. Secure man.
2: Oh my God. All the Queens I know, I was just like, Oh yeah. I've heard this story so many times. Yeah. Yeah. Queens that are on like, um, Tinder and like all the apps and stuff, people will hit them up and be like, Hey, um, I, do you want to hang character. out? But they, they lure them in being like, let's mm-hmm. hang out. And then they literally get to the place. And I've heard this several times where they get to the house and, or they get on the date and they're like, Oh, um, I just kind of want to like talk, talk about drag pick your brain. and pick mm. your brain about like drag and yeah. like what you do for that. And, I got to tell you, as someone who's a rising star, (laughs) um, actually, not even going to lie, I have literally had people take me on dates and then be like, oh, I just kind of wanted to know if you wanted to A, join my improv team, or B, be in my web series. Yeah. That's happened to me so many times that I just, um, that's why I stopped dating and like comedians yeah or like going out on dates because i just don't want to be let down because i i I can't have that conversation anymore
0: yeah i mean once you enter this kind of like any sort of public persona i think you get do you get to a point where you're like okay i really got to reevaluate like who's in my circle who's there for me and then who's just like wanting to be a part of this like fame ride that i'm going on so
1: that's just really
0: really bad way of networking that's not how you network. network. Like,
1: that's networking another other false pretenses. Don't do that.
0: Beyond the just specific, like, wanting to be with the person, I also think it's just interesting. I don't know how much I go through it, but it's definitely relatable. But, like, going to, you know, doing shows and being the most confident version or, like, I guess expressing the most confident version of yourself mm. versus, like, the, the moment after a show when you're, like, uh, maybe insecure about what happened or whatever. But bouncing between those two things for them is way more stark. It's, like... The loudest, yeah. most intense character versus, yeah. like, a quiet also, thing.
2: Also, it's the idea of uh, identity and, like, masculinity and femininity yeah, that exactly, they're going yeah. through because they're literally going from being um, a woman to being a, a man, and they were talking about that, too, which was very interesting because I was thinking about how the contrast can be a little quite alarming just in the sense of, we don't know like there's so much toxic masculinity that stems from Mm -hmm. misogyny where when you're in this position and you're a guy and you're not confident and then you get into this, you get into this woman and you're just like, this is who I am. You start to, I'm like, do you lose yourself when you're outside of drag? Mm -hmm. Like what happens? I know. And then I think it's like what you were talking about with the performance that that's just a part of it. Like being, and it's okay to have be have confidence in the things that you do i can't imagine having to be on all the time yeah i think that there is a balance and there's ups and downs and that's just a part of being human yeah yeah you know
0: people i think for i mean the uh fans of queens probably don't understand that i'm that's a the the, that's like the uh, dilemma i think of a lot of celebrities it's like okay boo-hoo I know people don't understand that you're also human, but you know, it would be tough. I think the thing that I feel that's different for them is they literally wipe off an identity and see then like the person, the boy they look in the mirror is not famous or not, not respected or not, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they put, they have to add that on to get the thing. So I could see that being a thing where you like fall asleep as a, in your mind, I'm falling asleep maybe as more of a nobody or someone that people don't care about. And then I have to like get there that's yeah. true i oh, never I even
2: thought about that there's an actual tangible wiping of the identity into something that is not known yeah and un- interesting the well if you're drag. on the if you're on drag race though the reality is is that people people know who you are yes, especially yeah, if they, especially with like social media true. now like yeah. you follow these queens like you see them i think also it's
1: like you know the, the health of, i would say that healthy thing to do is to not look at like your drag persona as like this separate entity. But like it is you. It is yeah. a it is your this is a version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't like like don't put them in separate boxes. But this is just it is just in a, a way it's you. It's all encompassing you. So when you wipe off your makeup, you don't look at it as like I'm now a different person. It's like I am myself. I'm just I'm in a different mode right now. I'm just yeah. I am like, so you don't lose your identity. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and, and maybe that can help with like confidence issues, but maybe not. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's days where I'm super extroverted and I want to hang out with people. And then there's days where, no, I just kind of want to be at home by myself. And it's like, I, yeah, it's not because I'm feeling low. I, I, and I try not to let myself feel low about it, mm-hmm. but it's like, I just want to veg out and yep. be. There is
2: a magic that happens when you're performing, though. And that's just, uh, that's just for any performer. Like, (laughs) (laughs) well, like, there is an actual high that happens. There are these endorphins. You get off the stage and you're just like, "Ah, that feels so good. And then you get, and then you get back to being even keel. Um, And I can only imagine that it's even more heightened when you're, Cause I don't know. When I put on a pair of heels, Honey, I yeah. am a different person, and I am. About the wig. Don't
0: don't I stop. I'm, g- I'm not going to. Don't make me put I on dragger. I right will now. though. <laughs> that wig. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we should move on to the runway. Walk, uh, walk, walk the runway. Gregory Enchanters, back, 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 back again. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the judges this week are Lena Dunham and Ashanti. Oh, you guys, like, we need butter touch and jelly. Can we talk about that? I think we can. So Ashanti, perfect goddess. Looked great. She looked amazing. Looked amazing. I am just in
2: love with her. Everything she was wearing, she looked like an angel. Yeah. And then we have Lena Dunham on the other corner.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Who was... Who was maybe
0: the worst person
1: you could pick for to judge the show.
0: Well, I was also going to say Nick had the comment that oh. Ashanti was wearing white, Lena Dunham was, I was wearing, wearing black. black. Was That's very, what I was thinking yeah, immediately. Yeah. I was like
2: the angel and the devil. Oh, yeah. You're right.
0: I, I totally forgot. Yeah. I I, like- <laughs>
2: I honestly, oh, man, I, so problematic, and it's not even, and we're all human, and we're flawed, and I, I understand, but, like, doubling down on on why you are doing what you're doing yeah. is just not fun, and I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, she, I mean, I did, I was like, oh, you look great, you look incredible. She and did then, look good. I, I will say that, that hair,
1: I do love the blue. I did say that that's the exact idea I want, like, when my... Like the blonde starts fading, I start growing out roots. I want to put color, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of how I
0: want." It. She just has like such a fake like delivery with stuff, and yeah. I don't know if it's if it's because it's fake or if it's because she's nervous or what. But like in Untucked too, she came back and she was like, yeah. "Oh my god, how do you guys even get that makeup off of your face?" As if that's yeah. the most interesting question you could think of to ask Ooh. a drag queen. I don't know. Same way you do. I
2: know. I'm I'm just I'm so bored with her. Um I was bored with the show. I never yeah. watched past season two. Actually same. I've um, watched season three, maybe. The thing is is that it's not and that's just one of that's my opinion. And there's so many other people that love that and that's great for them. Mm-hmm. I honestly just could not. I could well,
0: I don't understand why she was one of the judges. She's done some, I mean, she's done good in the world for, you know, body positivity, and body like, positivity. Yes. Right. There's a yes. bunch of things. Love she's that. So many. And
2: she had that. a show that starred all women. Yeah. Um, and good for that. Were they all privileged? Sure. But you know what? It's the same thing with like love Simon. Like right. I publicly yeah. am like, we have got to support this. Uh, and it might not be my story, but at least it's doing good you know, for the minorities in some way.
1: That's a good commentary. I feel like this is something Chan and I've talked about before in like how like sometimes, you know, when it's like a movie about like a specific minority or an issue, or it's like this minority story, like sometimes there's this urge and like this narrative that comes out when like critiques and stuff that it needs to be something for every group. And it's like, you know, why can't we just respect that this is the isolated story is just hitting this one? No, it's not everything. Yeah. But it doesn't... I don't necessarily need or want it to be because I think when you try to cram everything in there, then it gets a little, like... Like I, I would agree with that.
2: I would say that the the problem with the industry is that w- you have all these other stories that are from different viewpoints. And mm-hmm. the industry is just like, but we're not going to put those out there because we don't know if the world is ready for yeah. that yet. Right. And we yeah, probably can't true. profit off of it. So they're like, we'll do the safe version of mm-hmm. this, you yeah. know, because that's right. I m- can tell you right now that living single uh, had it been a, a drama like girls would have been incredible and everyone would have loved it holy shit like living single <sighs> was basically girls but like a comedy yeah. Queen Latifah yeah, yeah. Kim, Kim
0: Coles like all yeah Yeah. oh
2: yeah she was amazing
0: wait um Tootie right oh I don't know Kim Richards yeah no,
2: no not Kim Richards no. no what is her name but I know yeah I know, Kim Fields, Kim Fields, Fields, Fields there we yes, are Kim thank Fields. you like <laughs> literally, you know what I mean. Yeah, like that yeah. was a show a that funny. was a minority story, and an so interesting point. yeah. Like yeah. you yeah. just turn that into like a one a, a episodic cable comedy, right. and it still would work.
1: Girl,
0: make it happen. All right, let's talk about this. Pitch a, re- a remake to HBO. Pitch a remake, honey. Done. Um. So Cameron versus Katrina. Okay, they listen. So. They, it was like the same outfit, different colors. It literally was the same outfit, and not only the same outfit, the same shitty outfit.
2: It was so bad. Yeah, I and I love. I know that he does a lot of cosplay, and that's really cool. Um, I did like them, but I did like what Michelle Michelle Vasage said about it. She was just like, "I cosplay is great, but it's not drag. Right. Cosplay is co- its own thing. Yeah, mm. um, and if you're in, you can be inspired by it, but drag is unless they're doing like a cosplay challenge. You know, you need to come in
0: and you need to be, I mean, a lady. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I feel like the, the costume, you is what, like... She's gotten a lot of people have gotten the costumey note. And my mom sent me a big text of like all of her thoughts of this episode. Um, and we've covered a lot, I think a lot of what she's thought of already. But this, my, she was also kind of questioning like, what does costumey mean? Because it's all sort of costumey. Her, my mom's big comment on this was like, it's also hard to hear, oh, you're too costumey coming from um, Michelle Visage. Yeah. was, yes. like literally wearing a share costume this episode. I okay. Mean, she just, yeah. But. Sh- I get the, the, what the intent I think when you say costumey is is it's cheap, it's store bought and it's unstyled mm-hmm. in a way that makes it fashion. That's
2: so funny. Yeah. I heard um I heard cosplay so I was thinking video games. Well that too, Well like, she, she, she is that. She too. did yeah. say that yeah. was her influence for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean and that's have your own have your own style. I yeah. for me it just didn't make any sense as far as if that's your if that's your drag look. Coming out, I've I've never seen you do that look. You usually do something that's a little more feminine, yeah. and you have like a little flare of something that is like that that head that hat moment that she had, but I yeah. thought was like brilliant. Oh yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but the whole thing just seemed like it was I don't know. She reminded me of Brendan Fraser in um, Tarzan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. So
2: that was a little strange.
0: Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what a pool in um, George of the Jungle that yes. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we have Eureka versus You Filthier. Um Okay. So this is the same thing to me. She didn't get red as hard as Cameron did, but it was the same. It's like two outfits that look the same one. You know what I loved? I think she's
2: a good performer. I loved the voice that she had with it. I was like, listen, she is a performer because she changed that voice. Mm -hmm. And I was getting very Ursula vibes and just like really great. I was like, Oh, she's a good
0: performer. So I liked it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Um, her monologue was good, too. She, She, I think, went the hardest on herself, like, to the point where she was like, you're a fat piece of shit, nobody, nothing, and nobody loves you. That's true. I think that's also the easiest
2: thing to do, though, which, again... At the heart of it, fat, skinny, or not, again, it's like what is underneath the you're a fat piece of shit? You're not enough as you are right now. Yeah. yeah. Skinny, fat, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I was just like, yeah, it's just, it's just different shades of the, of same, the same color. Thing, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. also,
1: one thing I'll say is like a lot of her, they like they t- t- talked about it. They said that it sounds like Eureka was just taking, like, they said it as a positive, but I kind of see it as a negative. Like, she's taking a lot of the comments that she gets from like, people maybe online or like people in the, the show is like, Oh, you, all you do is you keep making jokes about your weight. Like, that's what your comedy is. And like, it just sounds like her inner saboteur was taking on the voice of the, the people who have been critical of her. Yes. Outside of the show. Where it's like, I think the person who did the best was Asia because uh, she
0: was talking like real shit about like age. So age, and age and it was and, Asia versus North Korea. Yeah. Which,
2: Oh my God. Asia won that challenge. Asia won, yes. the challenge. Asia won that challenge. I mean, coming in with that with the balloon yes. deflating and, and like really transforming one. the face, mm-hmm. that evil smile. I was like, that that's the winner. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I just knew immediately. I was like, obviously, Asia's going to win yeah. this, and I could not, for the life of me, understand. Why
0: Aquaria Why? Okay, so there was either. Aquaria versus Sabatina. Ugh. Yeah. Get out of here. What the fuck was that name It was just choice? like,
2: I'm going to go, they said Saboteur,
0: mm, Sabatina. It's like, okay, you're so... I hated it. And it, then she also came out in two looks that had nothing to do with each other.
2: At mm. all. But everyone's like, oh, you're doing this this moment with that your came, double print and that...
0: That moment was good. Though. It I was mean, great. It was, it great was
2: wonderful, but it had nothing to it do nothing with to. The, It was clear original. Original.
1: She loved that piece. Probably it was probably one of her favorite pieces before the season. Yeah, like she had, and that challenge wasn't happening. And she's like, "I need to use this." So she shoehorned it in. with and her book. monologue was weak. Friend of the show it, Steve Saga yeah. yes. messaged
0: me saying the way to fix the moment and actually make it deserving of the win was if a good Aquaria came out holding like uh, like her pets in her hand, and then. Fur aquarium came out, oh, and it was the fur of her pets. Fur yeah. of her pets—that so would have like been brilliant. That and the bones in the bones of the pets—that so would so have told she a story. To have a cheetah and a—that an uh, would have told a whole yeah, story. <laughs> could have had like little, or even just stuffed animals. You know what I mean? Yeah, like she okay. could have been like a girl with like cute little like. See, it could it could have been something, and instead just it was nothing. This, like,
1: like weird, my fair lady look with like her walking and cheetah and an ocelot. But that also makes sense. I for mean, Aquaria. she did
0: have a my fair lady hat on. It no. would have made it would have made sense. It would have been like <laughs> rich girl who got uh, what? What's that movie? Roar. You guys seen that? No. Oh, Travis, bitch. Yes, you saw it. We saw it together. Roar. Bitch. What is oh, it? Oh yes, I've seen it. Yes, I've seen it's it. Melanie Griffith's. Like, family. uh uh-huh. Who's Melanie Griffith's mom? Does anyone Tippi know? Hendren. Tippi Hendren. Yeah. Tippi Hendren. Okay, so Tippi Hendren and husband, I forget his name, and then Melanie, a young Melanie Griffith star in a movie called Roar, where the, her dad, like, literally, they lived in Africa. They had, like, 50 jungle cats living in their... Compound like compound area, and they would like run through the, the they, house. They would literally, they had like full access to everything. They would sleep with them in bed, and people just kind of died throughout the making of this movie and got like slashed up the entire time, because so they're filming a movie about living with jungle cats or something. Wait, was, how did they not die? I don't know if anyone actually a, died during the filming of the movie. Well, I I, I know nothing about roar. I'm, I'm I, here's okay, i I'm say, say,
1: obsessed. The result obsessed. of the movie was insane. Um, There was almost no narrative. It was literally 20-minute scenes of just cats tearing up a house running through and the guy's like, no, don't do that. If you asked
0: me what Roar was about, I would say it's about someone who wanted to film Jungle Cats.
2: With humans, with humans, yeah.
0: Because I don't know what the story is at all. It was like someone—they're trying to protect yeah. them. But Literally, also, somebody was like, "I saw that movie, bringing up baby. Let's do that, but with a yeah. hundred more cats yeah. and less baby, and like no, like there was no protection. Yeah. They probably if any if anybody died, it was probably a jungle cat because it was probably like <laughs> a bunch of guys with guns. Like if you even attack. Oh my god. And it was before any like protective anything. It, it was insane. the most uh,
1: anxi- anxiety I've ever had watching a movie because like even though I know it's like old and t- it happened, it's been filmed, there's like cats swiping at yeah.
0: actors. Like no. And the it was just no. like oh no. So we got a roar moment. Um oh, where yeah. we wanted a roar moment. We really so needed that. Then moment. we have a Miss Cracker and Miss Crumbs. Uh, and Cracker said she couldn't finish her look that she wanted to make. She wanted to make a vampirist, more like Miss Cracker and Miss Steak, if you ask Oof. me. Oof. Wow!
2: I honestly, for me, I mm, her she was on the same level as uh, as camera for me. Like I, I honestly thought that they both really dropped the ball. Even though the challenge itself, I was yeah underwhelmed by. I, I was very. I was surprised at how bad she dropped yeah. the ball to be honest yeah. um especially because everyone kind of was alluding to the fact that like you really need to <sighs> bring yourself out like you really need to do this challenge and make the one it time. this was her time, chi- and ah oh, man it was it was a little
0: sad to watch it really was cuz I really wanted I I do miss huh? I miss cracker <laughs> I miss cracker
2: but you know what I will say this it still shocked me because after, when when she went, um, when obviously she was in the bottom, I thought to myself, okay, she'll just win the lip sync. And then during the lip sync, I was like, oh, great. So we're now going to see Cameron finally go home. Yeah. So when that moment happened, yeah. I was really upset.
1: Yeah. You're not alone. Like, they lip synced to Nasty
2: Girl. Yeah. And what a song. What a song. Miss mm-hmm. um, Cracker definitely did so much more than
0: cameron i i could not believe if this was the first time we ever saw cameron lip sync i would say maybe 50 50 but because we've seen cameron pull out those same tricks three weeks in a row yeah it was way underwhelming for me yeah and then Crocker yeah you know gave, what that's why it was because i had seen it yeah it's, it's like twice those so sideways before. splits we've seen it the flips the cartwheels we've seen it yeah. all of yeah. the same moves again kind of in the same sequence it was like oh that again that again that again I mean, that's the tough part about lip syncing. She didn't do the, the thing with like, her hands which like head bobbed like this.
1: You oh, know? yeah. But yeah, you're right. That was the oh. one, her
0: one move she left yeah. out.
1: You know what?
2: I. OK, I've never done a cartwheeled in heels, so I will say that.
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. what so maybe that's we. Like. Sh- yes. Maybe we like we. I
2: just realized I was like, oh, wait, I can't do a cartwheeled in socks. Yeah, yeah so or i don't know in
0: my imagination i can't picture yeah, myself i can't even, even. imagine i'm trying right now yeah. and it's not working yeah, I um
2: falling. i really keep i'm getting hurt it's i broke my neck this time
0: yeah.
2: i'm dead yeah. oh my god i'm gonna imagine myself in a gymnastics class okay yeah. okay so as i'm saying this now i my goal in life was to have a revelation on a podcast, and yeah. I just did, yeah. <laughs> guys. You've I think made it. Um, Cameron deserved to win that challenge. Oh, now that you finally sync. have
1: that revelation. Now you don't have to mention Black Panther on podcast anymore. Yeah. You're free. Oh, I'm
2: free. <laughs> oh free. my god! Uh, I yeah. will continue to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Here's the thing. I here are my tops. Obviously, I want Asia to win. Yeah. I want Asia, Asia to win. win. Me too. Yeah. I think that. Uh, Eureka will come in second, um, and that's just what I'm sticking to.
0: I agree with. I think Aquaria mm-hmm. is a front runner, though, too. Yeah, I so the, before we get to um our goodbye with um our dear Miss Cracker, they just talked about real quickly they had to like say who should go home. Overall, nothing super big to comment on, kind of predictable. Cameron, yeah, in in, in a her fashion basically said nothing. My biggest competition's Aquaria, who cares? The one thing I think is the Asia saying Miss Cracker's not a star. It's, I'd see where she oh, would get that. Oh, yeah. that's right. So at this point, she's just gone hard on, on Cracker the entire time. And it's like in Untucked, Cracker talks about this. So it's like that was a. You, if this was an assignment, she got extra credit. But you don't really want extra credit in an assignment where you're supposed to tear someone down. I know. It's like yeah. you didn't need to get an A plus here. You could have gotten an A and said you didn't see that I was as strong as everyone else. I yeah. know. But it's also to me, it's like you might you might think that, but Cracker clearly is a star.
2: Cracker, you Cracker, can't be at the 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 level the she level is. she is with five people up and then
1: not be a star. Like it's impossible. But, you know. Yeah. What here's what I'll say: is Cracker is a star. But God, she was doing everything she could to not show it on this season. That's true. Mm.
2: And I think that's what
1: Asia saw. And I think this tells me it's like Asia's like, we're at the final five. And I'm just frustrated at this point. Because I think, I don't think Asia doesn't root for Cracker. I think she does root for Cracker. And I think what we're seeing at this point is just probably fatigue from the season and fatigue from seeing just a queen who she knows is better than that. Mm. Just not. Doing well, right? It's that Tyra Banks moment, and yeah, what happens yeah. after
2: if yeah. that girl would have stayed on America's Next Top Model? Right. Tyra Banks would have just been such a bitch to her. A just bicked. been like <laughs> <laughs> every time I spell the word bitch, you always say
0: a bit. Uh. <laughs> uh, so then, Cameron Michaels, Ashanti, you stay. And uh, lives hmm. to see another day. And at this moment, I think it's appropriate for us to oh. give a eulogy, our as we always do. This this is what eulogy? we do. Our okay. dearly beloved okay. Miss um, Cracker. So, uh, okay. Uh, I'll, start. I'll start. Please, please start. Thank you,
1: Miss Cracker. Um, going into the season, we we had high hopes. I think a lot of people thought you were top material, and I know that you let your inner saboteur get the best of you in the season. And uh, we we dearly regret that, and we wish you the best. I know you're on track for a redemption arc of the for the gods, honey. Um, um until then, I, I until then I will just take my cracker with a little bit of peanut butter, and uh, at least a little glass of milk. I okay. like those little saltine crackers, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's how I'll take my cracker. Great. Mm. I. <laughs>
2: Um, this is serious Miss um, yes. so, Cracker I, When I started This season with you I thought to myself She's so quick She's so witty She can give it back to them And I, I just knew that you were Going to be someone special And you know what? You were um, And you might not have shown it As much as you really could have but I know that this isn't the end for you. Um, and I'm going to take you the way that I like to take all my crackers. And that's in a bowl of soup. Uh, clam chowder. So I'm going to have a little bit of chowder for you tonight. Science cracker, obviously, because you're not on the show anymore. So. Soup will never be the
0: same. It literally will not. Soup will never be the same. cracker, I, um. I started this season hating your your stinking guts <laughs> because, okay, <Asia>. uh, <laughs> because as um maybe some of our listeners know cracker had a scathing review of call me by your name oh yeah i forgot about that i am an adamant defender of that movie yes, yeah. so i well i would be lying if i said that seeing you go home isn't a little bit of a proud moment for me <laughs> happy moment for me I take some pleasure in seeing you. Chad anything. we're in
1: front of our family yeah, right know, now yeah I I understand hi, <laughs> hi
0: hi mama cracker papa cracker um, I also you have made me completely reevaluate my drag name if I were to ever be on the show I would want to pick something because I know Miss Cracker's going to be getting boxes of saltines from her fans at meet and greets you know that you know she's going to be getting Ritz I people are going to be like I brought you Crackers
1: not Ritz what's that one the white and blue club box? crackers club
0: oh no white and blue I don't know oh Cheddar no,
1: the, the, like the Chicken perfectly biscuit. square ones that are like the white.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Saltines. Saltines. They are yeah. saltines. Um, they are. Uh, So I would pick something that I would be like chocolate bar.
2: You, that is problematic. You're
0: Lena Dunham. Mine might <laughs> <laughs> okay, be Reese's peanut buttercup. Mine would just be money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you also, um, you showed that although you can be the f- one of the funniest queens on the show, um, it's true that a cracker crumbles under pressure. <laughs> Thank you so much. And for my <laughs> cracker, I would just... I like dipping my cracker in a jalapeno avocado hummus. Ooh. Oh, bitch. Fancy. Okay. And in Miss Cracker's name, we pray. Say <laughs> bon. Say <C'est> bon. <laughs> I'm pussy bitch. Uh, Are you feeling your pussy bitch, Travis? I'm feeling my pussy did bitch. We, did we... Um, Get your pussy deep you down, down in your soul. Got my pussy mm-hmm. deep down in my
2: soul. My pussy is burning, and I gotta tell and you're you, you're not wearing you, a bottom, so we can see yeah, it. I it's know fire. it's literally on fire on this couch. <gasps> did you all go to the taping
0: last no, night? No, oh, no, no. But I, no, are, uh, we, are, we are, we are going to have some tea about this. Did you go to the taping? No, but I heard. Yes, <gasps> friend of ours, Ashley Holston, what went to the taping and got invited on stage and did a runway walk. And she's like potentially gonna make it to the show. We will get information about what happened. We will not spoil anything for anybody. We will talk about it after. Dead. We will talk about what the taping looked like after the taping, after the finale airs. I'm dead, I'm dead. And you have to have Ashley on the show. We're going to. Okay. Ashley, hi. You're on the show. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Um, Travis, is there anything you would like to plug? Some socials? Yes. Some projects you coming up? You, you guys gotta.
2: can find me on Instagram and Twitter at travesties, T-R-A-V-I-S, T-I-E-S. Please follow me and I will follow back and then immediately unfollow <laughs> if you're not interesting because yeah, <laughs> I don't have time to cloud my social media with bullshit stop posting blurry pictures okay that's the one thing i'll plug he's authentic He's real. um and <laughs> you can see me on lies on demand youtube originals not red um yeah, and because
0: they changed the they name changed because it of red because 2. of red two people were
2: finding red people 2 porn. were looking for porn um and i will tell you guys june 27th it's gonna go down and it's gonna yes. be it incredible
0: it's so it much incredible, fun. your part looks super fun it's a fun part, and, it, I actually and it's a great was, cast too like I, I mean you with the uh
1: kim kimiko kimiko
0: kimiko, kimiko Glenn
2: Liza Koshy, oh. um and a bunch of like amazing yeah Guest stars. And even
0: if I didn't know you, honestly, I saw the trailer and it, yeah. it's such a great idea for a show. Oh my god! Thank it looks you. Really, really fun. It looks really interesting. Your Chad, actually,
2: uh we we did a scavenger hunt YouTube video for it, and Chad yeah. thought that was the trailer for <laughs> well, it.
0: Well, Travis, and okay, so, <laughs> so I so were on a, a sketch team together for a little while, and uh, we, he had to take like a month off for filming this show, and I, mm-hmm. it was, it, it's like everyone's like, oh, this is a very big deal. This is a good. This is like a cool project to be a part of, et cetera, yeah. et cetera and then I thought he released this like very not shitty quality, but like, you know, phone. It was a YouTube.
2: It was not, it was a real It was a YouTube video. Yeah. Just
0: imagine what a you, cause
2: she's a YouTuber.
0: It was a YouTube video. So it was just like a camera with like no lights or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was the show. And he (laughs) was literally like,
2: uh, he, after he was like, Oh, thank God. I was so like, wow, Travis really (laughs) oversold this thing. He did.
0: if we're gonna be honest we're in Hollywood we're I mean, everyone <laughs> you better oversell it honey got it I was like yeah, play the game honey mm-hmm. miss Mama." but like also oh right 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 yeah.
2: so many people are in
0: development with things <laughs> exactly exactly I'm in development right now guys it, speaking mm. of <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah Lies on Demand coming out um, travesties everywhere mm-hmm. um, we're, we have Rita Repulsa improv or Rita Repulsa yeah. Comedy
2: Rita Repulsa Comedy I'm on that team really. it is amazing you can find us Literally everywhere at Rita Repulsa Comedy, Comedy yeah. uh, online. Again, follow us. We'll follow you back unless you're terrible <laughs> at social. Yeah, and then we'll and unfollow guys, that
1: shit. I I have guested with this team, and it's been a pleasure. I've watched yeah. this team. It's been an even bigger
0: pleasure. Oh, uh, stop. It's. They're great guys. They're fun. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, like, also, yeah. For us, just follow us at How Is She Though Pod T T-H-O, H O P O D um, on Instagram everywhere. Uh, send us an email. How yeah. Is She Though podcast. And as
1: always, please, please, please rate and review if you have not done that so far on iTunes. And tell your friends. Absolutely. Tell your friends. Come on, we're a community. That's and true. And I know that you know people who you kiki with about. Drag Race
0: Yeah we have so much fun We would love to share This fun with As, um, as wide of an audience As we possibly can I yeah. want to read One review Before we sign yes, up Yes Yes um, This is from uh, Danny underscore MCL mm-hmm. Okay so it's Everything you need Five stars Literally all you could Ever want And more uh, Out of a recap show It's the first thing I listen to on Mondays And I truly force Everyone I know to listen Because I am a monster But I'm also right Yes you are right Danny underscore God, MCL God Danny we I thank you fucking for Love you um, and uh, <gasps> we are going to Pride the tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about that next week. We'll, yes. we'll have um, this final four episode to talk about next week. I, uh, um, it's a big week for the gays. So stay tuned. Um, and Travis, thank you so much for being a part thank of this. Thank you guys so
2: much for having yeah. me. This has really been an honor. I hope it cuts
0: Yay. together. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I do too. I really hope so. I hope We're, we have it. Yeah. All right, and until next time, Bye
1: bye. like a, like a best friend. Send me home. Send me home. Send me home.
0: This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.